0: What's better than this, guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Thursday episode of the show. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts, car, parts your car will ever need over at rockauto.com. Kyle, what time is too early for... People be to be like doing yard work with heavy machinery in the weekday.
1: Uh, anything before eight o'clock is a little ridiculous.
0: Okay, but after eight's okay. I
1: would say so. It's kind of the the accepted start of the business day, right? Eight to four, I, nine to five. It's kind yeah. of negotiable.
0: I just saw Trevor Sikkema's tweet about somebody outside of his. I think he lives in a town home. so somebody outside of his his house running a weed eater. It's like, it's 815
1: brother. Yeah. You got to get out of bed.
0: Yeah. I'm like, cause I'm all for these complaints. You know, I'm just like, I think it's okay after eight o'clock. Now my neighbor's, my neighbor's landscaper on Thursdays shows up at 730 AM. It's a little early.
1: I appreciate it. I I will say this about working outside though. Like you want to maximize that before noon as much as possible, especially in the summer, you know? Right. Um, I did have the people across the way from us got a deck put on the back of their house and they were like 7 a.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> that, that got under me a little bit, but.
0: that deck built yet? That one
1: across the way, that little tiny one? Yeah. Yeah. They got a deck and a fence now too.
0: Did it get any bigger or is it the same no, size? No, it's,
1: it's very no. tiny. It's, no, it's okay. probably, it's probably six, eight feet from the back of the house so it's like mm. i don't know really why why you got the deck on you just want to want to be able to step outside in the backyard like put a tree stand on the back of your house and climb up that <laughs> if you just want to sit out there for some reason
0: oh well kyle there's uh some really interesting news from the ncaa that is going to have some implications here on this draft process make so our they life came hell. out what's that make our life hell yeah, because literally everyone has to declare now, including seniors. So the NCAA voted to allow fall sports student athletes to compete in any amount of competitions this year, and it will not count as a year of eligibility. So literally seniors, every single player will have to declare for the draft because they will have remaining eligibility. So whatever happens this year does not count. This is bad. <laughs> so I it's like you know, I had saw angry scout. Right, he's on Twitter. Nobody knows who this guy is. Yeah. Um, evidently he's a current NFL scout, and he just like airs his grievances all the time. And he came out and said, like, if you're a senior and you're not supposed to be a top 100 pick, go back. Right. I mean, it's like you think about some of these guys that have just been, you know, in their programs forever. Like, like Hunter Renfro could have like went back if this was back in 2000. 18 or whatever year he came out
1: I will say this though like players don't think that way the vast majority of players don't think that way you're playing for free you know everybody kind of wants to the players are so eager to get into the pros and everybody from the evaluation perspective is like well you're gonna have a chance to maximize your value if you play better and get better tape so keep playing until you get good tape if you can <laughs> And it's kind of like they're opposite ends of the spectrum here. So I don't know. I think you're just going to kind of have to be realistic with yourself as a player, as far as like, what are my pro prospects? If I know I'm, I'm a long shot, I can still bet on myself, but I might go back and get that extra year just because I want to play football and I love football.
0: So I I'm okay. So there are 115 colleges in division one football. Yes. So how many players do you think is on each team? Is Eighty? Eighty-five?
1: No, it's more
0: than that. Hundred and ten? Yeah. Okay, so this right here, this I Googled it, and on average 110. So 110 times 115, there's 12,650 college football players out there. Okay. And
1: three like percent of you are gonna go to the pros.
0: <laughs> right. So it's like two hundred and fifty five are drafted. You probably have, like, 400 that go to camps. I mean, most, let's let's be real about this. Most of these guys are never going to play professional football. Right. I mean, and I know that every, not every single one of them are going to want to just keep playing college football for as long as they can. They probably want to go and start their careers and to the next phase of their life. But a lot of these guys are probably thinking themselves, man, I love running down the field on special teams and, you know, getting some, like, late quarter reps on – in blowout games at linebacker, you know, like, I just love being part of it. I, I, I don't know. Like (laughs) you could have some, some guys here that are going to stick around. I think
1: I'm counting 12, 13, 14 players of TDN's current top 50 are seniors. Yeah. So you're those guys. Right, it'll be pretty widely accepted that like Darius Stills from West Virginia, coming out. Carlos Basham, redshirt senior, you're you're coming out, right? Travis Etienne, yeah, you're coming out. But we get down here to like page twelve, and we got. Uh, Not, I don't want to read any names because I don't What about wanna... Carlo
0: Kemp? There's a name for you, redshirt senior right now in the Big Ten. See, think is that guy going to get better if he goes back or what?
1: No, I think he kind of is what he is. But, like, I think he could have a shot to stick on a roster at the very least play on a practice squad. So, like, yeah, if if I'm that player, I'm probably going.
0: Well, they Carl all have Ke- to declare. Color
1: Kemp's a fun little player. So, like –
0: Maybe that was the wrong name to pull. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying. They all have to declare. So, the underclassmen trackers this year <laughs> – They're going to be something else. It's going to be dicey. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write "Locked On" in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need over at rockauto.com. Hey Joe. Kyle, we're oh hello,
1: hi. Uh, I this just came across my timeline, and I wanted to talk to you about it before okay. we get into uh, the Yannick and Gakwe stuff uh, again, again, again. <laughs> Can I get your thoughts on unwritten rules in baseball?
0: They're so stupid, Kyle. It's this, uh,
1: this sport makes it so hard to have fun watching it.
0: Right. I I love – did you see T.J. Lang's tweet? He, quote, tweeted <clears throat> Fernando Tatis apologizing for hitting a home run and said, Jared Allen beat me for a sack my rookie year when they were up 20. I'm still waiting for my apology. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and evidently he sacked uh, Dan Orlovsky, and Dan Orlovsky responded and said, think he might owe me a bigger one. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah. How terrible, right? Like you're a, a sport that needs all the help you can get, right? Like uh, just, it, it feels like there's just a lot of lost momentum in baseball right now. I'm certainly one of those people. I used to watch 140, 150 Mets games a year. I'm at the point now where I just can't care about it. Partly because the Mets are bad and I just can't emotionally invest myself in like continuously having blown saves and, you know, just like every single good player that they have always being hurt. So like, that's part of my sour grapes towards it. But I mean, you're, you're trying to connect with, with a younger demographic. This is not the way to do it.
1: Like, his own coach – I know they call it a manager in baseball. I don't really care. Skipper. His own coach criticized him for hitting a home run. Yeah. How – they were up, what, seven? Yeah. Has there, nev- has there never been an eight-run Inning in the history of baseball.
0: (laughs) I know for a fact there has. Oh, okay.
1: Swing away. And I know there's like a lot of the younger players kind of echoed that same sentiment. Like you've got nothing to be sorry for and so on and so forth. But it's like, dude, like between this and how they handled, like trying to get the, the sport off the ground and like the pissing contest between the owners. And the owners didn't want to pay him, like, from a financial perspective. Yeah. And then just, like, I don't know. What movie says there's no crying in baseball? Uh, It's Tom Hanks says it.
0: Do you think I'm going to pull this? There's
1: no crying. There's crying in baseball every day. Every day somebody's crying about something in baseball. It's not fun. Like, God, man, like. Why don't you tell your pitchers to not suck?
0: A league of their own, by the way. This for of everyone their that's own. yelling at, at us right now. A league of their own. I
1: don't know. It. it uh, nothing made me happier than Tatis stealing third the following day.
0: <laughs> Have fun. Make baseball fun again.
1: Right. It's like all of the unwritten rules about the sport. Like even golf used to be this way, right? golf used to be like everybody was super buttoned up. And then John Daly was kind of like the first and he was Mm -hmm. like the, uh, the trailblazer on having personality. And now there's a bunch of guys that like golf is in my, for my money, golf is more fun to watch than baseball.
0: I agree. The last day of the tournament, I can only care so much about the first three days though. I want to know where everyone is in the last day and then I'll watch the last day. So
1: so well, that's yeah, that. Get, but, get rid
0: of these unwritten rules, be competitive, have fun, do bat flips. Right. The bat pitcher. flips is
1: the worst. You can't, you can't celebrate or showboat anything in baseball without getting up there and getting your head taken off. And then you have a team that literally stole signs for the entirety of the
0: season. Right. And nobody cared.
1: And, and nobody, They, no, they, no they didn't apologize. And, yeah, and, and the people who are throwing at the, the Houston players are getting penalized more than the Houston players who cheated to win a championship
0: and then it's uh, what, is, what this is sport man so then they threw at the guy right so the next player or something that was up the guy throw just like imagine your decision the way you're going to retaliate because you're mad that you, that they hit a home run against you is right. i'm going to throw something that's hard 90. 85 miles an hour no, it was a a stationary mile, target
1: This 93 mile per hour fastball i threw it behind him and they didn't throw him out of the game
0: like in what in what facet of life is that okay like, I'm upset with you. You, you. you took the last bag of chips that I wanted off the, those, the shelf at the grocery store. Hang tight. Let me go get a can of corn and whip yeah, this I'm, thing I'm at you at 93 head. miles an hour. What?
1: <laughs> Baseball. Uh,
0: so I won't be firing up the Twins and Royals tonight when it comes time for me to watch something on the television.
1: Baseball. All
0: right. Yannick
1: Gakwe. Yannick Gakwe.
0: What team's he playing for this year, man? Not Jacksonville. Browns? Browns make a lot of sense. Got cap space. Now have a need.
1: They have cap space next year, too?
0: Yeah, yeah. They sure do.
1: We'll us, it right is, now. It, is it weird that like I'm more dialed in on what their cap space is next year versus what their cap space <laughs> is this year?
0: It's what we're doing right now. Eventually, people will know what we've been working on. Soon enough, right? Right. Actually, we can
1: start teasing that. That's the, It'll be out about a week from now. Really? Like yes. A week from today? A week from today is, is when the first ones are going to drop. The 27th of August. Yes. Bless them. We're doing team guides and season previews for all 32 teams across the NFL. Our scouting department has been hard at work on this uh, since, what, second mm-hmm. week of July? Oh, yeah.
0: I'd argue right? June though. I
1: would Beginning at June or no yeah. be, beginning of June was college. That was the college know, database.
0: That was relevant for pieces of it. And then like, I became dialed in knowing who my teams are around there, right. you know, right. so really so thinking about it.
1: Every person on the TDN scouting staff is responsible for certain teams across the league. And it's kind of like we're doing college scouting, but we're also doing pro scouting. So we're going to be looking at, Each of the teams through the spectrum of, okay, you know what are their expectations? What has their decision-making led to at this point in time? Where are they as a team? What should you expect for the coming year? And here's how they can fix some of their problems that we can forecast. We we look at their long-term cap situation, their long-term draft capital situation. We look at the last several years and what their decisions have been to bring them to this point. We look at the talent on the rosters whole bunch of good stuff.
0: Would the Patriots make this move, Kyle? No. They
1: got space. Tons of it. They got, they got as much space as you would need. The Jets were the team that's been mentioned a oh, couple of times.
0: You yelled at me about how they don't care about pass rushers. Now you're going to say Yannick's going there?
1: No, I'm not saying they're going there. And uh, uh, Manish Meta, which take the source for what you will, he's been some, some hit or miss. Uh, with his reporting with the Jets. But he said, my understanding is the Jets are not interested in Yannick Ngakwe at this time. But who dropped the initial report?
0: Uh, Lombardi?
1: It was Michael Lombardi. Yeah,
0: Lombardi, yeah.
1: Lombardi mentioned the Jets as a team. I know Ben Albright has mentioned the Jets as a team. The Raiders were mentioned.
0: Raiders, huh? Okay, that's interesting.
1: Raiders would be fun, but they are in a bad way for twenty twenty one cap space, like negative sixty million right now.
0: What about the Miami Dolphins?
1: I think it. I can get on board with it.
0: Of course you could. You should get on board. But I mean, Beagles, what he tears Achilles or ruptured it?
1: Right. So that's that's where it's most interesting for me for Miami, is they incur a loss at this position, and then the report comes out. What and about the, the Giants, and they were tied to Yannick in the past, and this was the time last year that the Dolphins started to make the play for Jadavion Clowney.
0: Giants, Titans.
1: <laughs> I don't think the Giants do it.
0: They got space. They got the need. Uh Seattle. No, they, they don't cannot, have any draft capital. They That's don't have any there. draft capital there. Doesn't matter. They could do more with it if they trade it for players.
1: And they're they they have to figure. Out. <laughs> that guy hates me out. for
0: always taking shots at Seattle, but that's okay. I can they need they.
1: to figure out getting Jamal Adams extended, and they don't have a lot of cap space to work with before that. They're going to be a top heavy roster, but their top is going to be like creme de la creme. It's going to be awesome.
0: What about the Eagles? Like on a one year rental?
1: No, you're going to give up a two plus for a 1 year rental?
0: Maybe. They got to go all in this year. They have no other choice. They they're they're going to have to cut their whole team to no. get out of cap hell. Joe. Kyle.
1: I have a conspiracy theory. Oh boy. And it pertains to the Miami Dolphins.
0: <laughs> Thanks for getting on board with the pronunciation.
1: <laughs> Where are they deepest? Dolphins? Yes. Corner who's you you, a put who's a potentially howard where's jacksonville bad everywhere <laughs> cornerback cornerback let's do a little player for player with a pick added in
0: oh that would be wonderful for miami to get out of that deal Yeah, reallocate them i mean yeah that would wait you might take a pick back from jacksonville i might have to but <laughs> howard scott
1: He's got a couple years – I think he's got four years left on his deal, but like, obviously from Jacksonville's perspective, it's a low-risk move because Miami's eating all the guaranteed
0: money. Yeah, it's true. Take a swing at getting an upper echelon cornerback if he gets right.
1: Igbenogany's look good thus far in camp.
0: Are they playing him in the slot?
1: Uh, he's playing a little bit of both because Howard's okay. on the PUP slash he's also on the COVID reserve list.
0: Oh, geez. Um, yeah, I mean, you got to give Noah some credit here, Changed the number, got his career back on track. Yep. So
1: critical decision
0: <laughs> was it 47.
1: What was he? He was 46.
0: And he went to tw-
1: 23, I think. Okay. Yeah. That's that'll work. That'll work. Got it's, in the, now. it's in the twenties. <laughs> he can be a good player now corner.
0: Yeah. Oh, Jones is in the. Didn't he normally wear a number in the 30s? Byron? Yeah.
1: 31, which is a very aesthetically pleasing number in the 30s.
0: You like the the round number next to the slim one? Is that why? It helps. If you were a corner, you can't have two
1: fat numbers.
0: Okay. So if you were a corner, 21. Prime? You would do that? 21. Oh. You can't have two fat numbers. So literally, the only number that works is like twenty-one.
1: You do twenty-seven. Seven's a skinny number.
0: Is it okay? So Trey White's—he's good for that. Yeah,
1: he's he's all right. Twenty-four is not bad.
0: But like twenty-five is bad because those are two round numbers.
1: Uh, I like it better on a running back. Okay. All right. All right. So the top teams against the cap next year: Indianapolis. New England, Jacksonville. Obviously, they're not trading for Yannick. They're trying to get rid of him. New York <laughs> Jets, Washington football team, LA Chargers.
0: Chargers need to take care of Melvin Ingram, right? Like
1: Yeah, on or a contract don't. <laughs> here. And Desmond King, who's getting marginalized, interestingly enough, in that Luther secondary. Butter Henry. Henry, Keenan Allen. So they're they're out. They didn't they didn't need him anyway. Just take care of Melvin Interme. You don't need Yannick. What about Arizona here?
0: Oh, they need help on defense, sir.
1: Imagine Yannick and Chandler Jones pass rush duel.
0: That would be very helpful.
1: I could get behind this.
0: Be nice for them to make a meaningful investment to that defense outside of Isaiah Simmons. As we talked about yesterday, they need a lot of help. What about?
1: Cleveland doesn't have a ton of room, but they have a ton of players under contract.
0: See if you're Cleveland, you have enough, right? Like And and like you said, they don't have like a bunch of like pressing free agents.
1: Right. They're kind of locked in. Yeah. For the foreseeable.
0: Do you find it kind of feel like it's a team that's gonna have like some urgency that's like maybe has a coaching staff that needs this player, like a regime that has to get a, a difference maker or a team that, you know, like like the Eagles, where you have to, you know, you have to go all in on this year. Or the Saints. I mean, I'm not saying the Saints have that type of need, but like like this is our shot. We need to gear up and let's go after Yannick and, you know, make sure the toolbox is full.
1: I think if, if the – I'll say this. If you financially can fit Yannick on the cap, If the cost is a two, every team that can afford him should be calling.
0: All right, so let's make predictions. One team. One team.
1: Lordy, lordy, lordy. Okay. Got it? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to, though, huh? Um, Watch us have the same one. I'll go. Do you want to say it at the same time?
0: Um. No. I, I mean, if it's the same one, I'll tell you, but I'll pick something else. I'll give you the honors. I asked the question, so you have the honors of going first, and then I'll pivot if I have to.
1: Okay. I am going to go with the – this feels like a Vegas Raiders type of move, so I'll go with the Raiders.
0: So, All right. I hear you. Um, I'll go with the Giants. Why is that a Giants move? Are they traded for Leonard Williams? I feel like they need something. They need some pass rush. they got you know their their corner situation a little bit shaky right now. Dave Gettleman, you feel like if he doesn't show you know like if he he could be on the way out, I just feel like he's got to do something. There's some urgency there, okay. they got a little bit of space you know all right, How many good pass rushers?
1: All right, those are the official uh predictions. Did you see this catch by James Prochet, by the way?
0: <laughs> Did, has smu played a football game recently
1: no 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 it was, for, it was on uh B- baltimore practice yesterday
0: oh um, i'm sending you a twitter
1: dm i want your reaction that we're gonna wrap the show
0: all right twitter dm from kyle krabs here it comes oh geez yeah <laughs> dude, he made some crazy catches in college too but dude, that's he's an
1: excellent receiver
0: oof, that's a I mean, like, sometimes you see, like, full extension catches and you're like, didn't have to be that way. Like, this is – This is
1: literally needed every inch of his extension to catch that ball.
0: Wow. That's a hell of a play.
1: Late round ad for your fantasy team, folks. James Prochet. Don't be shy. Also, don't take fantasy football advice from me.
0: No. How's that? (laughs) For me.
1: (laughs) Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, signing off. Uh, We will be live again this evening. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope slash Twitter, the Draft Network, with Would You Rather episode, what is this, episode three, four? Uh, I think it's three.
0: Yeah, I got a couple things in the holster.
1: Okay, very good. So uh, we're going to be putting each other through some hypotheticals. If we get any good ones from the comments, we'll make sure to include them as well. So come on back, see us tonight if you miss it. You can hit subscribe on the podcast and make sure you catch it tomorrow as well. Kyle Crabs, Joe Reno. Thanks as always for listening.